Welcome to the Smart Wealthy Stylist Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Carden. Over here, we are dedicated to helping hairstylists manage their finances, stay organized, healthy, and manage their time and mental well-being. We focus on staying healthy in all areas of life and maximizing productivity. If you're a hairstylist looking for these things, this is the podcast for you. Together, we'll avoid burnout and step into being the smartest, wealthiest stylist that we can be. Welcome back to the Smart Wealthy Stylist Podcast. Today, I have my best friend, Neontha. Um, she is an organization and decluttering specialist. She has actually helped me organize my life since sixth grade. Her and my <laughs> other best friend, Amanda, when I moved to CJ, they would come over and help me do all my laundry and clean my room and organize my life and taught me how to do the same took a while to to take root but i do the fold that mountain of laundry in the corner (laughs) yeah i would make a path and then they would they would fold the laundry um neontha how how long have you been in the business and tell us a little bit about yourself oh i've been in doing this for several years now um i started out cleaning And then it just took off into helping people declutter and organize more because I was just seeing how beneficial it was and just the joy on their faces when um, I would leave their home and that they were so just at ease and Mm -hmm. a weight lifted off their shoulder. And um, also, too, um, I think the, the biggest reason why I wanted to get into this is because... I look back and my dad always lived a minimal lifestyle Mm -hmm. and I now see like it was peaceful and um, he he didn't care how much stuff we had because stuff didn't bring us joy and um, it was it was the time spent together that was more important to us and I think that now that he's past I really want to sort of live live out that legacy for him and um, so that's really important to me um, to just be able to help others um, experience experience that I remember going over to his house and everything always being so organized the blankets were always folded so perfectly on the couch or put away where you couldn't find them or you know the kitchen was always spotless there was never dishes in the sink the floors were always clean like (laughs) There wasn't much that hung on the wall except for that puzzle picture. Wasn't it an eagle on the wall? What was that puzzle picture that he... Um, or was it just... Oh, no, it was a race car. Race was, car, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah NASCAR. Dollar heart race car yeah, puzzle. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, I know when my home is disorganized and cluttered, I totally feel overwhelmed and stressed out. Like, it's hard for me to even walk through the house sometimes because I'm just going, oh my gosh, this place is a wreck. Yeah. So I think it's so easy to be like, I need to organize this. I need to organize this. But what we're not realizing is that we need to declutter the stuff before we organize it. Because it will be so much easier to maintain whenever you have less clutter to organize. That makes total sense, especially with like kids toys and stuff. There's just so much crap. Yes. So much stuff. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I have two kids, and I I can attest to that. It is, 
easy to buy toys and they get toys for birthdays and Christmases and just all the things and Mm -hmm. collecting this and that. And, um, you know, we want kids to have their toys and stuff, but we also want them to realize like, that's not what is important. Um, my kids have plenty of toys, but I also, um, try to make them go through them every once in a while. And when I do that, I let them do it with me because we will donate to kids that need toys. And I think that helps them let go of the toys more because they know that they are making an impact on another little kid's life. Well, and that's teaching them how to declutter and get rid of the nonsense and stay organized in their own little lives. Yes. Yeah. And, um, when their rooms are a mess, I like to go in there with them and teach them the best ways to put things away. That way, you know, like intentionally when they get older, they're just doing it second nature. Yeah, very good. So do you feel like um, there's anything behind, like what's the mental part of having a cluttered home like is there something that we can do or is there do you know anything about that how it mentally affects us as humans yeah so without realizing it and studies show that um, clutter can actually cause stress anxiety depression and loss of motivation failure to focus and um, if that's you then I just you know, I want to encourage you to set a goal mm-hmm. to declutter. Have and a why. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're dealing with these things and you're not even knowing why, it could be cause of just chaos in your home from stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, that's, that is what I love to come in and help families do and take that weight off their shoulders. And mm-hmm. it can be a very emotional process. I've seen it. (laughs) I've had clients cry. I've cried with them. I've hugged them. I've prayed with them. Um, And just the amount of like stress that is lifted off of them is just so worth what I do. Absolutely. Well, and I know like in my home, you know, you have no judgment. Like I never feel judged by you. I could literally have the nastiest like most messy chaos and you just come in and give me a hug and you're like let's let's go sis let's do this so what is the first step to get organized in a person's life like where do you even start so it is overwhelming and I get that because once you even just start thinking about starting somewhere you're like I can't do this and so I like to say start small one room at a time and typically I would just start in a bedroom closet because what are you doing in there are you taking everything out and stuffing it back in are we getting rid of like how are we doing this um so give me an example of that closet like what if you were telling me how to declutter my closet or uh, you know get it organized what would you tell me to do yeah so my approach is not to take everything out I know some people do but that's just mine I think it creates more of a mess whenever you take everything out I like to do, um, for example, we will have a trash bag and a donate bin and a, um, a cell bin. And we will take each piece of clothing and we will say donate, sell, you know, 
and um, we will just go down the line and do that for every single thing. Okay. And if you haven't worn it in a year, you probably need, it's probably time to let it go. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't like how it looks on you or it's too small, it needs to go. Yeah. No oh. gold clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have jeans that I've probably had, well, since high school. Yeah. Guess what? I still don't fit in them. Yeah. I should probably get rid of them. <laughs> yeah. Because you had the intention. I'm going to wear those one day. That's right. And it's never and happened. That is not, Two that kids is, later, yeah. probably not going to happen. <laughs> So after we have gotten everything decluttered and you've put those things into the bins, what do we do next? So your next step is going to be, you want to go in and you want to wipe down your shelves because I'm sure they're dusty or um, you need to vacuum in there or sweep and mop. You just want to get it kind of cleaned from top to bottom before you re-put your things back in there. And what I like to do when I put clothes back in is I like to put tank tops first and you can color coordinate them if you want to I do (laughs) she's done it to my closet a few times it never ends up staying that way but (laughs) you got you know tank tops short sleeve shirts long sleeve shirts you know just shortest all the way up to longest and then your dresses and then um and then once all of that is put back in your closet then you want to go ahead and take your trash out right away, take the stuff to donation and list your stuff to sell because you do not want to keep that stuff in your house. That is defeating the purpose of your goal. You want to get it out of there. Yes. Um, And then after that, do you have any other tips about organizing that would be helpful? Yes. So several years ago, I found the ultimate home planner that has helped me stay organized and decluttered and that is the passionate penny pincher home planner Um, I absolutely love it I share it with everybody I post about it Um, it's just absolutely amazing there really is the best is daily duties in the morning and in the evening time there are weekly organization tasks for you to do there's also um, spring cleaning Um, Like every season has a spring, summer, fall, and winter. Yes. There's things to do within each section. There is just something to do to just help keep you up on the tasks that we forget about the most. Yeah. Like, I think it was last week, my task was like, dust the light fixtures. And there was like a few things that I thought, well, I would probably not have done that had I not been reminded to do that. Right. So it's such a huge help. And... Something that has changed um, my routine in the morning and in the evening so much that has been so helpful and brought so much peace to my my little world is every day it has you sweep the kitchen floor in the evening and wash and put away dishes and wipe off the counters. And then it also has you tidy up the main living area. So then when you wake up in the morning, you're not getting crumbs on your feet from cooking dinner before. <laughs> You don't have any dishes in the sink, your countertops are clean, and your main living space is totally cleaned out. And every morning I get up at four o'clock in the morning and I have my morning routine that I do. And I didn't always start out that way, obviously, but now that's what I do. And it's so nice to wake up and go into the living room and drink my coffee in a clean living room. It totally sets the tone for my entire day, having a clean slate and it's so, it's so peaceful. 
I think there's just something about waking up to an empty sink. I don't know what yeah, it is, but I agree. it just makes me smile. But I think one of my absolute favorite daily tasks that she has you do is one load of laundry a day. And I yes. cannot express how much that has completely changed the overwhelming feeling you get from doing laundry because you feel like it's just never ending. And, you know... Laundry is never ending, but if you can come up with a good routine for your laundry, then it's less overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I have found to help with less laundry is downsizing your clothes, Mm -hmm. your towels, your sheets, anything that you wash, you need to intentionally go through and, um, keep what makes sense for the size of your family mm-hmm. because you don't need, you know, five different bed sheets for one, right. one child's bed or, um, just stop keeping the stuff that you don't use and just have too much of. Yeah. And that's something that you've taught me too. Like anytime I get new clothes, I get rid of the same amount. So, I actually just got some clothes from a friend and there was 13 items in there. So I got rid of 13 items and I just keep only the things that I wear all the time, stuff that I really like. And I get rid of 13 of those things that I just, they sit in the back of my closet. I don't wear them. So why keep them? Right. Same thing with towels. If you've got holes in your towels or there's no need keeping all those extra towels. Really, you probably just need two towels a person. And if you're doing laundry every day, it doesn't really matter. For me, you know, we do have more towels than that, but I don't have any towels with holes in them anymore. I think that's a great mindset to have. Whatever you bring in, you need to take out the same amount. So do you have any tips for us on what not to do when decluttering? Yes. So some mistakes that are easily made with decluttering is buying storage containers to store your stuff in. Now, when you go and buy storage containers, you're telling yourself, I'm just going to put my stuff in these containers and store them away. When really you don't want to have any containers, you want to go through what you have and Um, More than likely, you will be emptying emptying out containers that you already have, and you can use those for other things that you do need to store. Um, Another one is stop worrying about what ifs. Mm. What if I need this at one point? It's probably something you've maybe used once or twice in the 10 to 15 years that you had it. What if somebody else can use this one day? It's not the right mindset to have. Mm -hmm. Stop associating people with things. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah. Sentimental. It it is sentimental. And it is really hard to get rid of sentimental things. I completely understand that. I, you know, I'm empathetic for people that have things that they don't want to get rid of. But let's be intentional intentional about the things that we are keeping that are sentimental. Mm -hmm. Um, If it is a coffee mug that a friend got for you for Christmas five years ago, I'm pretty sure they're going to understand, you know, that you're decluttering and (laughs) these are your goals. 
um, things like that. Don't hang on to it just just because someone got it for you for a gift at one point. Yeah. Um, stop focusing on how much you paid for it. Oh. So keeping something that you paid hundreds of dollars for years ago is not worth the same amount now. And keeping that is just cluttering your house and taking up space that um, is unwanted. You would be proud of me. I I had a pair of shoes I bought in Chicago. They were like $300. They were those wooden sold um, leather slides that I thought they were really cool when I bought them. And I wore them one time and I never wore them again. I spent $300 on them, but I got rid of them like just a couple weeks ago. Did you sell them? No, because no one knew what they were. <laughs> it was like the super fancy Sweden off brand, not off brand, but like a Swedish brand, handmade wooden and leather. Like they were really cool. Yeah. They hurt to walk in, literally sounded like you were clogging when you walked across a concrete floor. It yeah. was, it was not, not a good look. I don't know what I was thinking, but I thought in the moment they were really cool. But that's also when I was in my spindy, spindy phase. Oh yeah. Racking up all that debt. Well, so, I, I remember spending stupid amounts of money on jeans and oh, yeah. trying to resell them and you're not you're never getting never you're gonna, gonna get the same amount no back out of clothes no but I did I got rid of them and I I, I did think Nialta would be so proud of me right now <laughs> unless I think that I can make a little bit of money back off of some clothes or um can resell them then I will but I love to just donate to people yeah in who need. needs it and yeah and that's more important to me and makes me feel better than trying to get some money out of it. I mean, obviously you want to try to get a little bit back out of your um, stuff. You're trying to declutter if you can, but um, it will be gone faster if you can just donate it. Yeah. Um, I, my next one is stop shopping and bringing in more stuff because it's defeating the purpose of your goal. Yes. That is such a good one. And you know, um, last week on last week's podcast, Alicia and I talked about doing a no spend and how by not spending and not shopping or cutting out whatever that extra thing is that you do all the time, how it can massively, you know, inject your budget with more cash flow. What were you saying earlier that some people saved how much money from doing a no spend just in January? Oh yeah. Um, I was watching the Dave Ramsey show. And one of the speakers on there um, did a no spend in January and her family saved $2,500 just by not like eating out and spending extra money. Wow. And her followers, um, some of them saved up to $6,000 a month. You just do not realize how much money you spend on stuff until you intentionally sit down and just look at the receipts, look at your accounts and whenever you're not doing those things, then you really see how much money you're saving. That is just crazy to think about like that. That could literally, you know, whatever stage you're in, like whether you're planning for a family or you're trying to get out of debt or you're trying to retire early or even just get ahead or get your six months living expenses saved up. You know, think of if you know spend for even two months, three months, four months, you're talking thousands of dollars. Yeah. And that's, that will eliminate so much extra stuff coming into your house. Yeah. Too. Yeah. It totally eliminates the extra, 
all the all the extra clothes or shoes or whatever it is that you like to bring home. All those Tupperware, Amazon packages Amazon. that are sitting outside your door every day. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't have any more of that. <laughs> They're all Adam's car parts. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can't wait to listen back to this and take notes and write everything down because I, I'm learning stuff right now and I've been your friend since sixth grade. But um, so let's wrap this up in sort of a summative type bullet point type thing. So what are some actionable steps that they can take to get started? So I want to keep it simple because we know this process is overwhelming and emotional. Mm -hmm. So I really just want to encourage you your first step to be one room at a time, start there, work there. And then once you accomplish that, move on to the next room. You can start in your closet. You can start in your bathroom. You can start in a cabinet, whatever is going to be less overwhelming for you at the time. And then you will be able to work your way up to the bigger tasks. Nice. Um, step two is to not forget you have to have your trash, your donate and your sales categories. And you want to get rid of these things right away to get them out of the way mm -hmm. because leaving them setting around is just going to create more clutter in your house and in your mind because you're thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Step three, stop bringing in unwanted things that don't support the life you are trying to create. Mm -hmm. And then I really, really, really want to tell you to do not give up. Do not give up. It is so worth it. It is so worth the extra time you are going to be able to spend with your family in doing things you love. And you can live a more intentional and peaceful life when you declutter your home. Yes, I totally agree. Um, I, I know for myself that having an organized home brings such a huge amount of peace. And um, so we, we both would like to encourage you to do that. And if you need any help, you can reach out to either of us. Uh, but specifically, Neantha, she's the expert in this field. You can find her on Facebook. Her business name is Simply Divine Spaces. Um, she does offer one-on-one. -on -one. She'll come into your house and help you declutter and organize your space. She's great to work with. She's worked with me uh, several times, and it's been extremely helpful. And the the systems that she implements in your home uh, are something that you can keep up with on your own. It's nothing that is super difficult, or she just really makes life a whole lot easier. Um, she's soon going to be offering one-on-one -on -one coaching via Zoom and group Zoom coaching on decluttering and organization. Also, you can get the past Passionate Penny Pincher Home Planner online. Uh, she has a lot of really great resources on there also for anything home organization. She has some really great meal boxes that are like recipe cards that can break down your weekly grocery stuff. It's so easy to just grab a box, pick your week, go through there. I'm not sponsored. I've just used them now. This is my second home planner that I've gone through, and this is my first year of using the recipe boxes, and they are a total game changer. So I hope that you had some great points from this podcast and learned something new. And Neantha, thank you for coming, and I'm just so glad that you were 
guest on my podcast. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I was so happy to be able to share these experiences and um, help other people. Well, thanks again. And I will see you guys on next week's episode. Have a great day. Thank you for listening in today. If you have a burning question or a topic you want me to cover, leave a review and ask the question in the review. This is the best way to get your questions answered. Just remember, you are a smart, wealthy stylist and you are capable of anything you set your mind to. I'll catch you later. Don't be a stranger.